driving into the crossroads of sports and politics. We are the Bill Bradley Collective. Here are your hosts, Ed, Zach, and Andrew. Welcome to the Bill Bradley Collective. We are recording on an overcast, but overall lovely Sunday afternoon. Actually, it's still morning, I guess. It's, it's, it's afternoon. Noon. It's afternoon in Europe. Um, and uh, this is our first seasonal focus on dynasties, which we'll be discussing in a bit. The uh, A lot of conversations on the dynasties will center around, is this really a dynasty? This does not. The Kennedys do not. There is no such thing as a dynasty if you don't count the Kennedys. Yeah, they're like the Tudors. In <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, they wrote the book on dynasties. Yeah, right. Um, so how you doing, Zach? Doing well. That, that's it. That's, that's what I great. got for you. Marge and Homer go to the candy convention in Springfield, and Homer steals the le- legendary Venus de Milo gummy by creating a makeshift bomb out of Pop Rocks. After his escape... He loses the Venus de Milo gummy. Where does he find it? Thus setting off a series of events that end up him being portrayed by Dennis Franz in a made-for-TV movie. It it is on the buttocks of their babysitter. Yes. Ashley Grant. I believe... I I also have an an extra add-on to just, you know, get the A-plus on this. (laughs) Is groundskeeper Willie is... uh, the cameraman who catches this exchange and then has <laughs> and then has a made for TV movie about how he's creepy. And, and what do they call him on uh rock bottom? Oh my the Scottish Oh It's no. a wrestling reference. I was gonna say it sounds like a wrestling name, like the Scottish Rowdy Ro- Rowdy Rowdy Peeper. Rowdy Rowdy Peeper is yes. what they call him. Yeah. I've got to check because my guess is the fact that the babysitter's name is Ashley Grant. My guess is that the Butthole Surfer song, even Amy Grant has to take off her pants, comes around this time. Yeah. It's either, it either is a result of this or creates this because Ashley Grant is way too close to Amy Grant. Um, to do it, be a question. I'm just happy you brought up the Bubble Surfers. That yeah, a great reference. Ed. Great Bubble ref- Surfers. Dennis France. That was <laughs> yeah. cooking. cooking. I'm in my boomer bag today, boys. Um, Andrew, how are you doing, brother? Uh, very well. Excellent news. Um, so I follow on Instagram a number of baseball accounts, especially historical baseball, and there is this raging battle about whether Thurman Munson and or Don Mattingly should be in the Hall of Fame. Neither one should be in the Hall of Fame. Of course not. Overwhelmingly, people said they should be, but it's they're, they're, those people are wrong. Those people are, yeah. are factually incorrect. They're wrong. Don Mattingly won his MVP award, and I'm sure you know the year. Who won the National League MVP award this year? I uh, actually, you know what? I'm going away from that. The National League MVP award winner was Willie McGee. Okay. Who played on the Cardinals and they lost the World Series. As Andrew sits there and goes, Yeah, I would have got that. On a controversial call. <laughs> this is actually easier. Well, who made the call that that cost the, the Cardinals a game? And is he dead or alive? 85 World Series, play it first. Uh, Don Dakinger? Correct. Dead or alive? <laughs> dead? He died in May of this year. Okay. So right. when I discovered that, I wanted to just. Honor his memory for one of the worst calls ever, and also one of the worst managerial post-game press conferences. Because Deckinger was going to be behind the be behind the plate, and uh, Whitey Herzog said, "No way, we're going to win with that guy behind the plate." Thus, setting up an excuse for losing sure. for his players. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Her- Herzog, Whitey Herzog, yeah. yeah. Uh. Long career, good career as a manager, yeah. took over for Ted Williams uh, for the when the uh, Senators became the Rangers. He became the first Rangers head coach, um, a manager. Old people, uh, Buck Showalter. I mean, well, you know, come on, the game's, <laughs> the game's passed, passed you by, man. Yeah, we are we are a fire Buck Showalter podcast. I'm <laughs> kind of in favor of that. He's up there playing stand-up comedian at all, all these press conferences. It's Ten like, games under 500. He's making jokes. Yeah, 370 million dollar payroll. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, 
I was talking to a Mets fan, and he said, you know, he said, I just decided, okay, I'm rooting for the 90s Yankees. He said, and then I realized I'm rooting for the 90s Yankees if they played like the Indians played or the Tigers <laughs> or one of those teams. All right. So on with the Kennedys. 1884. Only 35 years after the family arrived from the County Wexford, Ireland, P.J. Kennedy becomes elected to public office of the Massachusetts State Legislature, where he serves for 15 years. Back, back in those days, it was like common for men to have facial hair. It was like manly. Great mustache. Oh, I have picture. Oh, my God. Tremendous. We are Tremendous. A, we are in a podcast, which do you have a mustache? It's, it's, always, it's not November. No, I, it's not November. Okay. Only November. That's right. Uh, but because Brandon develops 5 o'clock shadow at 11 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> it's um, it's hard to tell. Yeah, we are a pro-facial hair podcast. Yes. But anyway, so yeah, from 18, so thus kicking off the dynasty. One of the things you realize about this dynasty is some of this is sheer chance because he had five children. The next guy on, Joseph Kennedy Sr., had nine children, and then a whole bunch of the kids all had many, many, many children. Oh, they were Irish Catholics. Yeah. The, the good Catholic life. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Not a contraception, not a contraceptive <laughs> device to be found. I mean, you think about it. He had nine. Robert F. Kennedy, uh, Robert F. Kennedy had nine, and he died relatively young. I mean, he had, he could have popped out a couple, well. He couldn't have popped out. He could have fourth, uh, fathered a couple others. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, Marilyn was dead, so that, that took that, that avenue away. Um, so, Zach, tell me a little bit about Joseph Kennedy Sr. Businessman. Yes. A businessman. A big businessman. Worked in securities. Yes. And became the Securities Exchange Commissioner under FDR. Not only he became it, he became the first one. The first one, yeah. And this was literally like putting the fox in charge of the hen house. There's also a great book, uh, The Worst Hard Time. Oh, which, great book. Which is about uh, the Dust Bowls where Joseph Kennedy is mentioned because he loses uh, nearly all of his fortune because of the Dust Bowl uh, and says, like, oh, my God, I may never recover. Uh, but, of course, he's he was rich at the time and... We have socialism for wealthy people. Yes. So he didn't lose anything. No. He also founded the Chicago um, Stock Exchange or something? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. One of the architects, really, of Hollywood as we knew it uh, pre-streaming. Like, I mean, it was, it was one, of the, the, one of the first sort of modern studio executives, um, film executives. RKO Pictures, right? He was... Uh, That's the K in RKO? I'm not sure of that. I know that he had he had fiscal control of that outfit. I just um, holy I just, god. I just think he's like he's when you read about like the Kennedys, especially from that era, like the ones that are involved in politics are all like pretty what we would consider back in the day or back in the modern time like standard Democrats. They were like pro labor. You know, PJ was a bartender. Yeah. You know, uh, and a the, Cooper. And a Cooper, the mother was a shop owner, like working class Irish Americans, uh, and then PJ's like a wealthy guy. Like he's uh, J- Joseph becomes Joseph, a wealthy, sorry, yeah, yeah, becomes a wealthy becomes guy. Becomes a wealthy guy, partially through marriage. Yes, because he marries um, the daughter um, of Honey Kennedy, and who is the mayor of Boston, and therefore gets his foot in the door in politics the things that got me as i researched this is one how much they used marriage as like a the way the british did yeah yeah they use they use marriage the way the monarchy did but they were like third cousin you got power okay you're married well yeah well pj married his second cousin right yeah um well also like the irish are inbred like, I don't think I don't think that's a controversial thing to say. <laughs> you ever watch the Irish dating game on, on uh, yes. Saturday Night Live? Um, but so yeah, and that's the other thing is when you look around, it's like, oh, the Kennedys were. If you count, especially the the marital side, you know, the through marriage people, they were everywhere in American life for a century. There were, uh, at 
there were like three of them in the state house from different neighborhoods in Boston. <laughs> like they, they were like roaches. <laughs> Pulled very high, Joseph Kennedy, with uh, at that point the American mob and the, and the five families and the Cosa Nostra in the states. Like they, he, he had a lot of they. They loved. They loved Kennedy, which is something that sticks around with the Kennedys for sure. Uh, a long time, a long until the sixties, and then there's yeah, no real until the uh, JFK. Back. Uh, well, it's it's Bobby Kennedy's, Bobby Kennedy getting pushed by uh, Hoover to take on the mafia. Totally. Bobby Kennedy's by far the most interesting Kennedy. I think he's the best Kennedy. By the end, he he was also the worst Kennedy for a while. He was the most. Yeah, we'll get we'll we'll yeah, hit we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll hit off. There's a whole Bobby JFK but, area, but like you think like oh, uh, you know, papal representatives. No, that was um, Sergeant Shriver's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Ethel Kennedy was a papal representative. There's, um, there's Special a, Olympics. There's a oh Eunice found actually Eunice Eunice, Eunice a, found the Special Olympics. There's a great MST3K uh, <laughs> joke. <laughs> Yeah. When they're looking and there's a dead body, going, I'm <laughs> Ethel Kennedy. <laughs> it's the beginning of E.A. And it's one skeleton is Ethel Kennedy and the other one is Otis Nixon. Yes. And it's the only time that those two have ever been linked in life. And it was so great. Otis Nixon, like the, the ball player. The baseball player. <laughs> wow. Who <laughs> was very thin. Stolen base. I've got uh, an Otis Nixon yeah. story for you after. Just remind me. Yes. Beautiful. We saw his last at bat with the uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, it's live and in person. So... Kennedy amasses a fortune, both legitimately and illegitimately. Um, yeah, they were bootleggers. Yep. Oh, yeah. If there was a nickel anywhere in the country, Joseph was able to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but during Prohibition, they they, oh, yeah. just, they just kept selling booze. Which is how he got tied into the mob, I assume. Which, which culminates in the Illinois vote in, in 62. Yes. Because if anyone... Didn't he win Chicago like by 100%? Yeah, something like that. Now, he was going to win Chicago by a lot. It's a Catholic town. Yeah. It's a Democratic town. But, yeah, there were more votes than people in some in some precincts. Um, but, to his eternal credit, Richard Nixon thought it would be bad for the country to pursue that. The way Al Gore did. Al Gore decided it is time to acknowledge a loss for the good of the country. And which every president has done, every person who's run for president has done, with one notable exception, who, you know, continues to talk about it. So Joseph has, and, and Rose have, Joe Jr., who was supposedly, because he died early, he's the James Dean of Kennedy's. Yeah. Or the Jimi Hendrix of Kennedy's. Because he died early, uh, he's going to clearly have the greatest career. Was that? It's Eddie of the Cruisers. Did he die when his plane? Ex- did he, was he the one that died when his plane exploded? Yeah, in World War II. Yeah, they were gearing up for a run for president. Like John Jr., he wrote a book he didn't write, and yeah, about England, right? Yes, and he wrote a book he didn't write, and then uh, that was going to kick him off. Rose uh, Rosemary, who they began calling Rosemary, I guess after the Dick Van Dyke show. <laughs> Kathleen Eunice, uh, who marries Sergeant Triver, who I I did an insanely deep dive on uh patricia robert gene and and uh teddy um the one rosemary is the one who had the lobotomy that went badly yes right and she spent yeah, her life because, in an institution because she was moody <laughs> that was why they did she was moody i don't think being uh joe's kids was a ball no i mean one being, I mean they all handled it beautifully. Like one being <laughs> being Irish Catholic is tough in and of itself of like the guilt and the repression and the drinking. But yeah, the drinking. Like it's, they didn't do a lot of repressing. <laughs> the, the Kennedy men not known for repressing. Yeah. The other thing is they all have incredibly long lives. Like if they weren't murdered or dying in, in, in uh, plane, you know, plane crashes, they lived really long lives. Even Teddy lived to be 77. This is a guy who had whiskey for breakfast, was 100 pounds overweight, crashed a plane, put a car in the, in the lake, and he lived to be 77. Like, like He packed a lot of living into 77. Yeah. The Lion of the Senate. We, we went to, um, I was at a 
getting lunch in, in some place in D.C. And the person I was with turned to me and said, well, this is where Ted Kennedy and, and um, Chris Dodd got uh, got into this huge bar fight. Like, not with each other, but with other yeah. people. She goes, you know, that story's legendary in D.C. I said, I had never heard it. She goes, no, only in D.C. <laughs> like, you hear it in D.C. You don't hear it anywhere else. Said, oh, all right. So, Joe dies. They kick it off to John. Did you, So, since we are in the week of where affirmative action was struck down by the Supreme Court, but legacy admissions remain, uh, JFK Jr.'s Harvard admission letter uh, made the rounds this week. I don't know <laughs> if you got a chance to see no, it. No, I have not. Uh, it's basically... I like Harvard because Harvard is good. And if Harvard is good, I can be a Harvard man. And being a Harvard man is good. It's like six <laughs> sentences. You got it to Harvard. Well, you know, his pro style uh, improved when he wrote PT-109. Yeah. Oh, or uh, not PT-109. What was it called? Uh, Profiles and Courage. Profiles and Courage. Which somehow won the Pulitzer. And not by a, somehow, I mean it was just bought. And not a chance he wrote that. No, he's never read it. Um, it's, it's like Donald Trump Jr.'s book. Like there's no place to color. It's not his book, but, uh, um, so, and then that's where also Teddy Kennedy managed to get thrown out of Harvard. Yes. You don't say. But let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about, because part of the Kennedy dynasty is how quickly they rise through the ranks. Oh yeah. Like JFK Jr., was a state rep for like, I think four years. JFK. JF, JFK. Yeah, JFK. Sorry. Right. JF, JFK, JFK Junior. Jr. is well, yeah. still alive. <laughs> <laughs> He's vice president. He's vice president. Yeah. JFK was like a state rep for like four years. Then in the House of Representatives, I think for two. Two. And then a U.S. senator for four, and then president. Correct. Like also a veteran of World War Two. Was he not? Yes. Yes. Uh, and Purple Heart winner, and legitimately a Purple Heart winner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He served. Um, yeah, I mean, he literally, I mean, you can be both incredibly cynical about the Kennedys and also acknowledge that they take public service seriously. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that at the end, about, like, they are dedicated public servants. Like, you can't, like, yes, there's nepotism all over. Yes, there's this kind of elitism all over. But, you know, Nouveau, they, they have, the, like, the... They live by the nouveau ri or what? Uh, uh, noblesse oblige. Noblesse oblige, where it's like, nope, you have to. You, if you're a noble, you have to have public service. I would say the perfect distillation of the difference between the Kennedy values and the Trump values yes. was when Max Kennedy Jr. became got involved in the coronavirus task force. That was run by Jared Kushner. And they this thing was costing millions of dollars and everything. And Max Kennedy Jr. became a whistleblower and had, went to Congress and said, first of all, we have to use our own cell phones and laptops because they don't provide them. Everybody is 20 and no one's doing much of anything because... We don't have a coronavirus task force. Like, this is just yeah. a shell, and you're pumping money into it, and where's it going? And obviously, that's the kind of thing you do to get you blackballed from government service. Forever. Forever. But the idea that it was a Kennedy facing a Trump who was just using this as just another grift... I thought did say something, and I had forgotten all about it until I just got in, you know started deep, doing deep dives on Max Kennedy the first, and then it said you know see also Max Kennedy Jr. whistleblower, and I said well this is something I have to read. So Andrew JFK, do you think because like growing up a lot like before Obama, like JFK was kind of looked at as like the cool president, but he's he's not a good president. <laughs> Like he's that like RFK is clearly the better Kennedy. On that note, like I will never forget a conversation in my late teens, early twenties, I had with my my paternal grandmother, who uh, is now in her like late eighties, and I, I don't know, we're 
talking it was politics always comes up at like family gatherings my dad's side of the family and having a conversation with her and she talked glowingly about john the presidency of, of gfk that, that she was like he, he was a to a certain segment of america in the late 50s early 60s like he was almost like a pop culture sort of icon oh yeah really. he absolutely is i mean he takes over for a series of really old guys Right. right, Eisenhower and Truman. And Truman wasn't that that old, but Eisenhower was clearly old. Um, and he's got he's the first president where you, not the first president with young kids, but the first president where you see the young kids because he's the first TV president. Is he the really. first Catholic president? He's the first Catholic president. Yeah. He's the first TV president. Um, and he did splashy things. Like, he starts the space race. Um, he... Solves the Cuban Missile price Crisis. He also gets us involved in the Bay of Pigs. Mm. He also gets us involved in Vietnam. The idea... Things that ended up right, the, killing him. The idea that if Kennedy had lived, we would not be in Vietnam ignores the fact that everybody who got us involved in Vietnam, in both him and under the Johnson administration, were Kennedy appointees. Um, and they weren't, doing, they weren't going anywhere. I mean, he also is as much as anyone responsible for the idea that if you're successful in business, you'll be successful in politics. Yeah. I mean, Bob McNamara taking over as the head of the Department of Defense made absolutely no fucking sense. Um, not as little sense as his brother, fresh out of law school, being attorney general. Yeah. McNamara was good, though, in the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, not as good as Adley Stevenson. Adley Stevenson. Yeah, Adley Stevenson. Yeah. saves our ass in the Cuban Missile Crisis because he's the only adult in the room. But there is, and he's also the only one who understands that government is complicated in ways business is not. And there's, but there is a thing like that Kent, that JFK does politically, which brands and still lives on to this day of like they're the Kennedy Democrat. You know, like you had never like they were like you you didn't hear people being like FDR Democrats, but it was the Kennedy Democrat, especially in labor unions. Like that's a thing of being more conservative. Usually, usually certainly conservative on foreign policy. Yes, white, usually white, and usually well, they're all white. They're all white, <laughs> but usually white union, like middle class, blue collar union people would be like Kennedy Democrats. I'm trying to think. The only African American I would think of as a Kennedy Democrat is the former governor. Book, uh, former governor of Massachusetts who ran for president for no apparent reason. Deval Patrick. Yeah. Deval Patrick, who is a Kennedy Democrat in that his blurring of the lines between business and um, and politics, he's not corrupt, but only because the rules don't call that corruption. I mean, Patrick, Deval Patrick, was the lead, the lead attorney or uh, what's the name of that company? I, I, oh, of Uber. Yeah. He was the lead attorney for Uber, which is not pro-union. But, yeah, they weren't great on race. No. Um, um, they got better on race. I mean. Well, Kennedy became in, a hero to, yeah. to blacks because he made the phone call to Coretta Scott King telling her, that they were going to support her husband while he was in jail in Alabama. He did not want to make that call and really only did because Sergeant Shriver, his brother-in-law, um, who was in charge of the Peace Corps, really held his feet to the fire. And, and I, The Kennedys get credit for integration, but they were not, in the way we talked about Lincoln and slavery, like, it was more foisted upon them than they led the charge. The Kennedys led the charge against house, uh, uh, segregated housing. Yes. Um, so I think... I mean, Boston... Link, Lincoln is... Link, I understand the Lincoln parallel, but I think Lincoln was farther ahead of his time by a lot. And the Kennedys are kind of behind their time by a lot. Yeah. I mean, Boston is also not a bastion of tolerance. No, I mean, I think when, uh, you know, uh, Dame Lillard says, I don't want to play in Boston, it's not because he doesn't like t Jason Tatum. And he's not the only, he's not the only uh, across all sports. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, this seems like a bad idea. I'm not doing that. Well, let's, let's get to RFK and Teddy because RFK 
Um, similar to like the James Dean, you know, gets killed. Would he have been a great president? Um, I have questions about his assassination. I think there's. I think his assassination is trickier than JFK's, but I'm not 100% sure. I haven't. I haven't read a great book on it yet. Uh, uh, all the kids uh, came out, not all the kids, six of the nine came out against Sirhan Sirhan receiving um, uh, parole. Pardon. Well, not even a pardon, parole, uh, you know, which is something I pay attention to because, you know, my, my wife my wife uh, spoke in favor of um, a pardon of her attacker um, in something where everyone seemed very surprised when she did it. Uh, I was hoping one Kennedy would, but nobody did. Yeah, so RFK, um, Ted was in the house. No, Ted. Ted right? was Ted the, was in the house when. Ted, no, Ted repl- no, Ted replaces JFK. JFK. So yeah, Ted's Ted, in the Senate. Senate, right? Based on his name only, he's done nothing. Oh yeah, uh, he's um, got thrown out of Harvard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, great. Great Very senator. good senator. Great senator. Um, the reason why we don't have single-payer health care in this country, which is unforgivable, but... He has... It's always... I, I was... Well, we were going to do this at the end, Andrew. I was thinking to you. The Kennedys are like the Oklahoma City Thunder of 2012. Like Westbrook, Harden, even Durant, to some extent, have a really mixed legacy. With throw Serge Ibaka in there? <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right, sure. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, Serge Ibaka, a really <laughs> mixed legacy. Like, did, did they underperform? Did they overperform? What's going on here? The Kennedys just remind me of the 2011 Thunder. See, I just, I think these Kennedys, and Andrew, I want to get your take on this. I think because these Kennedys, Teddy, RFK, and JFK, are like, this is the Kennedy dynasty. This is... Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, well, and going to heat pivot here. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. It, it, it's Harden, Westbrook, and, and, yeah. and Durant. But, but like yeah. this, Jack is, and Durant. Like this is the dynasty. Um, JFK becomes president. You know, gets assassinated before any of his policies can actually get vetted. Um, RFK, so a very like a progressive. By the end, was he, not, he, he was mean, conservative and ended up progressive. At the time of his assassination, was he not the presumptive Democratic nominee in '68? He was going. Right. He he was going to be president. He was probably because there aren't open primaries. Yet. I mean, there are open. It's the first year of open primaries, but they're not really like no one's going to have enough votes getting out. He had won California. He had just won California. Yeah, and they were celebrating the winning California when he got assassinated. Correct. He he had won California and he won it by a lot, which is big at the right. time. The other person that was in the that White House with them was their brother-in-law. Sergeant Triver becomes the person who for it becomes the head of the Peace Corps. Yes. Are we and gonna do Schwarzenegger on this pod? We are gonna do Schwarzenegger. We're gonna go let's go. We're gonna so, go there. So let's cause we gotta we gotta move through because we got forty more years of Kennedy's. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Brandon's gonna kill us unless we start getting on this. I was thinking this could have been a whole podcast series. I'm sure there are podcast series on the oh, Kennedy's. Oh one hundred percent. The RFK the the uh, JFK Files, or the RFK Files, is a podcast. Ken, Ken Burns should do like 10 parts like on this family. There's like so much to get into. He doesn't want to be murdered. <laughs> so, fair. Andrew, Andrew what do you think about Ted? Because Ted Kennedy is like really the Kennedy of our lifetime. I think of Ted as kind of, you almost think of the, the caricature, the kind of, um, uh, not like the mass hole, but like the accent and the drinking and like the, the red face. and like Mayor Quimby. Mayor, that's... He's very that, that's, you, you kind of think of him on a big picture in that sense, but the fact is, like you kind of alluded to earlier, that he was an incredibly like effectual Democratic senator, tenured senator. That like a lot of good shit happened in part because of him legislatively. Shepherded uh, through the the Affordable Care Act on his deathbed. Sure. Yes. Chappaqu- I mean, I mean, we can get into the, you know the Chappaquiddick and the fact. I, I didn't know that he got kicked out of Harvard. I. You know. <laughs> Not my, surprised. My, but. my dad, not a Kennedy person, mentioned it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you can't really talk about Ted without being like, yeah, he murdered somebody. Yeah, yeah. manslaughter. Oh, he, manslaughter. He manslaughtered he somebody. Manslaughtered somebody. Yeah. But, he negligently homicided somebody. I mean, yeah. He, but, I mean, the thing is, his life didn't end there. He, no. I mean, his life didn't end there because he was a Kennedy. 
But then, in a lot of ways, he's the most effective Kennedy. Ran for president in... Uh, 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. He, he primaried Carter in 80 um, and managed to hurt Carter without helping himself. Because yeah. he had no answer for the Chappaquiddick. winning. Yeah, because there was a, a decade there were, later, he couldn't answer the question. There was the uh, his campaign thing was the where were you, you know, blah blah blah. Where oh, were uh, you? Yeah, and, this, and then somebody oh, said, uh, no, I George, know. Uh, George, it was George Bush. Where that was later. Yeah, it was after. Where were you? Where were you? And then and. It was Lee Atwater who said, I know he wasn't at the bottom of a lake trying to <laughs> swimming away from a dead girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, in one of those game set match. <laughs> That's yeah. it, it was the uh, Benson. Uh, I knew Jack Kennedy. You're no Jack Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, Ted, but Ted was, you know, for our lifetime, like the probably the biggest senator in New England. I mean, a lot of that was we're so biggest close son- to Massachusetts. It's the biggest senator in the country. Yeah. yeah I mean, Everything passed Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a giant. He's the most, even though JFK becomes president, I think Teddy is, like, he's the most successful Kennedy. Because he didn't get killed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, realistically, 47 years in the Senate is not a record that's going to be touched for a while. I mean, God only knows how. Grassley will be dead and still be going. Um, but now, But then we move on to the next generation of Kennedys, which are like the fail sons. Yeah, I mean not. I mean Patrick. Patrick's the drug addict, right? Yeah, but, well, there's a, bu- Ro- there's a bunch of drug addicts. But Patrick's the congressman out of Rhode Island. No, but yeah, Patrick was not a drug addict. No, he just left. Um, you have, uh, who was the one that ran against Merkley? Joseph. That's Joseph. Joseph the third. Joseph the yeah. third. Who was a really impressive. Rep. He gave what a, a uh, he gave a re- after a uh, state he, of the, a Trump state of the he, union. He, he gave, gave Trump's the, first yes. rebuttal yeah. at a, a UAW hall yeah. in Boston, and he was a very impressive representative. And we were sitting before the podcast in 2021, having this conversation like, "What the fuck's he doing? Like, just Merkley's old. Wait six years. Yeah. You could be a... But Kennedys don't wait, as you said earlier. They don't wait. They're just like, I'm a Kennedy. I'm going. Yeah, he primaries Ed Markey. Who Markey, is, yeah. Ed Markey, who is a great U.S. senator, uh, wrote the Green New Deal, um, champions Medicare for all, is... <sighs> the clear best Senate pairing in the country. Yes, he is. I don't know if he's more liberal than Warren. He's... He's more willing to get out front in issues than Warren is. Uh, I, I think Warren is the most Warren and Bernie are the most important voices on economics in the country. But that's her. Like that's what yeah. she does. She's she's kind of I love her, but she's kind of a one trick pony. Um, also, is Bernie, and so is Bernie. Where Marky just is all over the place. Like he's he's in on terms of ecological issues, in terms of all kinds of stuff, and racial issues. He thinks deeply about a lot of things, not as deeply as Warren thinks about economics, but more, but deeply across the board. Yeah. And so that's why they're a good pair. Yeah. Oh, of course. And Andrew, what did you think when, like, Kennedy takes on Markey? Because we talked about that. I mean, Markey had just written the Green New Deal. It just seemed like, like you guys said, that it, it, wasn't, it wasn't Kennedy's time. Like, he was ascending in the party, ascending in his profile, but... To kind of, he kind of shot his load a little early, if you will. He's like thirty three, uh, also right. Like weigh it out. Like this is this is not your fight. This is not the time for you to primary a, a popular and effective um, senator. And he lost. And where's he now? Yeah. Like, what's what's Joe Kennedy the third doing? It ends. He's an attorney somewhere. Uh, he, yeah, is, sure. he is. He is the Private ambassador. Practice, he is the ambassador oh, to Ireland. He's the ambassador to Ireland. Let's see. The ambassador a lot of found his way into an administration. I mean, he a lot of ambassadors. There's three Kennedys that are ambassadors currently under Biden, right? And there were a whole bunch, and before them, Joseph Kennedy was, yeah, for to England during World War II, which was not a small job. Um, That speaks so much about the just the tentacles of this dynasty that they are. I mean, Maria Shriver is the first lady of California for eight years. Eight years. Eight years. And and so let's get into that. The greatest action star of the 80s and 90s. Yeah, because really that, yeah, because the Kennedy <laughs> the Kennedy dynasty really ends with. Arnie? Well, no, it doesn't end. Yeah, oh, it's, it's still, still going. going. It's still it, going. Takes, it takes a near fatal blow with. Uh, we'll have a Kennedy in office eventually. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, 
Joseph's thing, but the Shriver side, they, they continue. So Eunice Kennedy, um, a great Kennedy. I mean, just also everywhere. Like, it, like a, bi- a biography of Eunice Shriver would be several hundred pages long. Yeah. Forms a special Olympics. There's all kinds of stuff. Married to Sergeant Shriver, a guy I remember very, very well. He started the Peace Corps. He became the leader for for Johnson on the war on poverty. Johnson, who famously hated Jack Kennedy and all the Kennedys, liked Shriver a lot. Shriver was like multiple, he has seven kids or something, um, out of Illinois. So the, the um, you, you start seeing Kennedys popping up in Illinois. Um, yeah, there was a power base in Boston, and they built one in Chicago. And they built one in Chicago, uh, partially through the mob, but partially through Sergeant Shriver. And also in Maryland. Remember, there were a bunch of kids. Yeah, there's a bunch of Baltimore. And then, but you and, I mean, uh, Maria, Shri- uh, Maria Kennedy beat Mary's, uh, no, Maria Shriver is the daughter of Eunice and Sergeant Shriver. Gets involved in the Today Show. Mary's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, is the first lady of California for eight years, where she often speaks against her own husband's policies. It, it's it was it was amazing. It was the <laughs> best. Because Schwarzenegger's a Republican and she's a Democrat. Yeah, and she's a Kennedy Democrat. Yeah. Like she's not just any Democrat. In two thousand eight, he's still there. Right, he's right. He's governor at the end of his term of governor of California. Arnold goes out and is really a big McCain supporter in the primaries and Maria supports Obama right off the bat. I believe she spoke at the democratic national convention that year. Yes. But she's out before she's out in the primaries. Yeah. She's, she's, um, yeah, she chooses Obama over Hillary. Yeah. Partially because of the Chicago connection. Yep. And partially because there's only room for one dynasty in this country. <laughs> Uh, Trump's are working on it. <laughs> Trump's are working on it. Watch out, Baron twenty, tr- Baron Trump twenty forty two. Baron Trump won't know what twenty forty two means. <laughs> he's Wembenaya, um, he's side. He's like six nine. He's tall, right? He's a tall boy. Yeah. Um, the Kennedys were also short. Not a tall. Not a tall. Ted was six one. Ted was six one, but like RFK, Judy was like five ten. I think he's like our height. Not a big guy. As somebody with some Irish Catholic that's lineage. That's above average. Yeah. 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 Not for politics. Politics is like six foot is like the base. Yeah. There aren't a lot of, it, it's going to, it's going to kill Adam Schiff in the election. It's going to kill DeSantis because DeSantis is like five, eight. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are going to kill DeSantis. Do you remember the Schwarzenegger uh, talking about fathering a child with the nanny? I, <laughs> like the kind of mini scandal that was, I do, but not like any direct quotes or any. Yeah, he ends up talking about it in an article. Maria had brought it up to him a while earlier. It seemed like a, it seemed very much like the Bill and Hillary marriage. Like we both are benefiting from this marriage, but we don't like each other, so we don't need to spend any time together. There's a bit of like an and against, not to blur the lines, but there's an evolutionary kind of Reagan thing with Schwarzenegger where governor of California. Schwarzenegger's like literally the biggest movie star for about like 10, 15 years, eighties and nineties and like becomes governor of California. Very popular. I, I assume at some point at some cycle, he was thought of as like a presumptive Republican candidate for president and never materialized. No, he obviously he wasn't born in this country. No, that's he's right. constitutionally Austrian. ineligible. Yeah, he's Austrian. Austrian. And, and yeah. one of the reasons that steroid, we have this steroid rule is, history is yeah, the Hall of Fame the, ineligible. You know? Yeah. One of the things we, <laughs> One of the reasons we have this rule is so we don't have presidents from Austria and Germany because <laughs> Kennedy would have supported one, Joseph Kennedy. But, like, yeah, he gets involved in – I mean, they do have some overlap. Schwarzenegger really gets California involved in stem cell research because her father um, had Alzheimer's disease. Her father also ran for vice president. Under- Sergeant Driver did? Yes. This is – the, one of the foundational moments. I was, this also happened in the same weekend that Nick, the same year that Nixon resigned. Actually, the, the election bef- year, bef- two years before uh, Nixon resigned, I was at Lake Winnipesaukee and had to run out and tell my parents because I was watching 
uh, the news on vacation as a 10-year-old and yet didn't have sex in high school. just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, um, <laughs> Thomas Eagleton from Iowa had been picked to be McGovern's running mate. McGovern decided that Iowa South, uh, the Iowa-South Dakota combo was gold. Um, Six electoral. <laughs> right. And then it comes out after McGovern obviously didn't know of anyone whatsoever that Eagleton had had multiple electric shock therapies. And at a time when mental illness was viewed as a, you know, you're not tough enough, McGovern vowed to stick by him because of, you know, mental health issues are nothing to be ashamed of. And then 36 hours later, Eagleton resigned. Um, I'm doing air quotes for our YouTube channel. And uh, he goes with Sergeant Shriver because when in doubt, break glass and pull out a Kennedy. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that election did not go well. Uh, largest blowout until Reagan, I think, right? Right, because just because they each won one state, but yeah. Massachusetts, which was the only state to go for um, McGovern. McGovern, because of Shriver, because yeah. he's a Kennedy. So he did bring some electoral votes. That's it. In 76, Shriver starts running for president. And one of the one, two, three, four, five Kennedys who have entered the throwing their six Kennedys, well, yeah, five Kennedys who have thrown their hand hat in the ring. It's it's uh Bobby, Jack, Teddy, Teddy Sergeant Shriver, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. uh are involved in presidential elections. So we'll we'll end with him. Um it did not go well and he was out after the first primaries. The 76 primaries are the most interesting primaries ever. There's a great thousand-page book on it. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. I'll have it at some point. I've read it twice um, because, like, I could do a deep dive on the Birch Buy campaign, and it just I'm just so happy. But the Shriver campaign barely made the book because he was out so fast. Well, I can't just let that Oklahoma City 2011-2012 thing just sit out there. Um, that's just, and, and the more I think about it, the idea that like that's a team that it's almost like that team's so that's the Kennedy compound, right? Yep. And you've got three guys that in future life, future later years, all all win MVPs. One wins a championship and multiple finals MVPs, multiple championships. If you're Durant, the idea that like from one a set of brothers that one is U.S. president. The other is presumptively going to be president, but is obviously killed before he gets there. The other is a near four-decade senator. The idea that president, uh, RFK gets to attorney general, senator, three brothers that get to that sort of like zenith, that sort of peak in American politics is fucking insane. If it's kind of yep. like like contextualized that they all that they all made it and made it in a big way that all three were like legitimate president. One president, one going to be president. The other was a, a serious player in presidential primaries. It's kind of like, and, and but that's, we're never going to see that yeah, thing again. But, but there's also like, a problematic. There's also a problematic element for sure. Harden's for playoff sure. record makes you really wonder about him. Russell Westbrook, every team he's on seems to be getting worse all the time. Sure. And Durant wins when he plays with Steph. But Clay, he's, but he's the Draymond. finals MVP the two years he's there. He, correct, which, correct, he is. He gets a little but his shame team, thrown his, his way. But his teams don't go anywhere if he's not playing with Steph, and Steph's teams go to the, win championships when he's not playing with Durant. Bigger machinations behind him that sort of like propel him, like they propelled like JFK. Yep. Uh, right. Yeah, I was very happy with that legacy. All right, so let's let's wrap this puppy up with the RFK Junior. Presidential bid. 20% in the Democratic primaries polling at 20%. Not, not insignificant, you know. <laughs> I nine. do not believe he will ever see a primary. He's a kook. I, mean, I don't think he'll ever see a primary. He, absolu he absolutely will because the way the Democratic Party changed their primaries was to make South Carolina the first primary. But Iowa and New Hampshire have said they're still going to hold theirs the Democratic Party has said those delegates won't be recognized. 
but it would still be a defeat for Biden if he loses those states. So we will still see RFK, at least in New Hampshire, because he can probably win New Hampshire because New Hampshire is a little Massachusetts. I think that once somebody looks at this and says, like, the Democratic, first of all, the idea that Trump could run with him yeah, is something that he won't fight against because he wants to be this centrist where there is no center. There's no center anymore. It's the dumbest thing in the world. There's People are all over the place on individual policies, but ultimately you ask people where they align and they're going to give you one or the other. You know, just it's the way the world works now. Maybe like kind of the unspoken sort of thesis statement of this podcast and of, of how we've talked about this family is like, RFK Jr., if he's not spouting what he's spouting, saying what he's saying publicly, all these platforms, if he's not a Kennedy, if he's not RFK Jr., is he just another he's Marianne kind of lunatic? He's yeah. just he's kind Marianne of, Williamson. He's pulling oh, at two percent. Uh, except, but he's a but he's a Kennedy. Don't don't put Marianne. And there's there. a Marianne's certain, a queen. Marianne's I love Marianne. She's <laughs> he has viability insane. because of his last name and because of his lineage, and I don't think he has viability outside of that really. And I, and the question is, how much does that lineage really matter Still anymore? Wait, and when do you when yeah. when you get your clock cleaned as a Kennedy and a popular Kennedy? You know, a a Kennedy who's not a crazy person and has actually, you know, been moved into positions of prominence, uh, Joseph Kennedy Jr. gets gets or the third gets pounded in Massachusetts. I'm not sure how much the name value matters anymore. It has some cachet, but I think it only has cachet to you look at the actual person. I think, and I think when you actually look at the actual person, and by the way, if he's polling at twenty percent, he's going to lose eighty to twenty. Like that's not anything like, yeah he, he yeah i mean i think like for our generation andrew like yeah there was ted and we lived in new england so like he was a big presence but like we were i mean i donated to ed markey you, so did I. you, you know like i was well, not for joseph kennedy um who, in who, our lifetime like there hasn't really been a kennedy who's the state center patrick right tk2 ted kennedy jr all oh, right he right tk right because he was he was a state senator in Connecticut in Cheshire Guilford or so Guilford Guilford, um, who served two terms, with, had, a, had a scandal, had a little bit of a scandal and and not a lot of distinction. No, didn't do environmental stuff. Yeah, he had a good staff. He paid well. I yeah. mean, you know, I'm sure he paid them extra, but he had a good staff. But he was there and gone. I mean, it's nobody's nobody's reminiscing about him. Nobody so, thought he was going to be governor. So I think the real question about the Kennedy dynasty and where it stands in 2023 is, is RFK Jr., is he going to ruin the Kennedy legacy for, like, an entire generation? You know, I think back to when Joe Joe the Third gives the rebuttal to the State of the Union uh, during Trump's, uh, the Trump era, and you think, like, oh, this, this he's a Kennedy. He's, well, you can't get past the name. I couldn't like this is and it was a very there's a reason why he was put up there because he was a Kennedy yeah but it was also like he was he seemed he looked good he was well spoken it was a handsome guy it's a really hard thing to do and he did it as well as anyone I've ever seen he was great at it but it's hard to get past like the name he's he's a Kennedy forever associated with his lineage Um, is RFK gonna destroy that legacy no but the I, you you don't want it to end up. Yeah, all, all dynasties. And this is a theme for this. All everything comes to an end. All dynasties cease to exist at some point. Um, this dynasty is, is kind of dead in the water. I think. I think it's already like it's already like kind of like toast. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, I don't know what you think about that. But like, I think the yeah. Kennedy name is the, the name lives forever. The but, Kennedy name went from being like something that was an automatic winner in the Democratic Party to I think something that will now after RFK Jr.'s campaign and after primarying Biden and after, you know, going on Newsmax and going on OAN and going Joe on Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan and going on Shout out Joe Rogan. Uh, and going on um I think he went on Bannon's podcast and like yeah, he went on go, going uh, to talk at a Moms for Liberty rally, like 
the Kennedy name is going to be like persona non grata in the Democratic Party now. So he's, mar- he's married to Cheryl Hines from fucking Curb, right? The RFK? only like, the yeah. only reason that RFK Jr. being in the White House would be uh, the silver lining would be a curb your enthusiasm season in the Bingo. White House. That's what I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Larry David at a state dinner with uh, you know Trudeau, not thanking somebody for their service, and yeah. just being like <laughs> not, proud su- upon. not saluting That's, back as he gets yeah. on Air Force One. Yeah. You know, any, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, the, the plots write themselves. I just feel like yeah, yeah I mean, GPT can make the season as you were as you were um, talking. I, I just thought like, what if De Niro, Hoffman, and Pacino. Made a movie together now. All right, man. I got a fucking <laughs> boner, but you know. uh, but like they yeah. made it together now. It would be like Dirty Grandpa the, Three. The, I mean, like nobody'd want that. And there's a thing, <laughs> the, the Irishman, which is 2019, and that's that's the last kind of last dance for like Pacino, De Niro, Harvey Keitel as kind of the Hoffman there all together. A movie where like a lot of the subtext is about the Kennedys. In that movie about the Kennedys' ties to to the mob and, and from Joseph to JFK in the fifties and sixties, um, there's a, a part of me like researching this is like they were kind of a sixth family, like the Boston, a a, a, a sort of like Boston mob family, not where they, they made it. They made it. These guys got to like I said earlier, like they got to the presidency, they got to the general, they got to the, the Senate, um nefarious but also like there, there's a lot of a lot of positives and a lot of kind of like unsavory things about in their legacy in a way that like the clintons Sorry, formed the their right. legacy through like ties to the business community the kennedys did it by ties to the mob in the thing about well, they, they, the, they were always there to make the money clean in the thing because of, they were legitimate businessmen yeah in the thing about like the ties to the mob is they were always friends of labor Right. The Kennedys were always friends of labor. As has the mafia been. Yes. And with that, we'll say goodnight for the Bill Bradley Collective. As always, we thank you for joining us here. And if you liked today's episode, smash that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Let's help grow the collective brand. We'll see you all next week on the Bill Bradley Collective. live i'm recording you better pick up past it the mailbox belonging to six zero eight five is full and cannot accept new messages at this time please try again later goodbye hello andrew andrew it's the podcast calling Hello. Hello, test one, two, one, two, where are you?